Hey, freaks, it's Friday, October 29th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, live streamers are now just macing strangers in the face for views. Plus, when even your anime pillow thinks you're too much of a dork, Tosser Tim masturbates on a picture of a hairy, mature pussy, and another dick-scared Christian takes a chainsaw to a penis. up today on a very special Halloween edition of Simple Living, making the most of the devil's Christmas. I'll show you the right way to crap with blood, or as I like to call it, nature's paint. Human, animal, menstrual, chunky menstrual, so many options. Picking the right kind of blood might be the difference between your project popping or ending up a dud. Also, what intimidating words or quotes should you write in blood on your ex's walls? I'll share with you my top five. Next, my good friend Joanna Gaines will join us to show you how to construct a faux turn-of-the-century satanic altar made from shiplap, of course, rusty nails, barbed wire, the skin of her husband Chip, and self-adhesive faceted gems for a little sparkle. Finally today, how to capture an evil spirit into a mangled, charred doll. We've seen it time and time again in movies, but it's trickier to turn a toy figurine into a cursed object than Hollywood would have you believe. Unless you use my little secret. Here's a hint. Stab the child so he or she collapses onto the doll. It makes it so much easier to start the incantation process. But first, ritual sacrifice. How to get Satan working for you. You don't want to miss this spooky, scary, scrafty episode of Simple Living. Whether you're seeking wealth, fame, or incredible power, the easiest way to obtain your goals is with a little help from the big guy downstairs. Getting his attention isn't always easy, though. Luckily, with a little bit of preparation and a good craftitude, summoning Beelzebub is a cinch. Depending on what evil powers you're seeking, your sacrifice will vary. For today's example, I just want to call upon the Dark Lord to shower down pain onto my ex-husband Gerald and his 25-year-old child bride, Melanie. She works at the makeup counter at Macy's. Isn't that just the cutest thing you ever heard? Anyway, for this sacrifice, a small woodland creature will do. It's important that you kill in the name of Satan as close to the start of the ritual as possible. Leaving bodies in your freezer chest for a month probably won't yield great results. Remember, a fresh corpse is always preferable. Next, lay the body face up on the pentagram drawn in excrement on the floor. If you're a sloppy artist or just have trouble with straight lines, your nearest Hobby Lobby should have a Satanist pentagram stencil kit. Just ask a friendly sales associate to locate it for you. 
Now, make sure candles are lit at each point of the pentagram. Because of the corpse and excrement, your natural instinct will be to use scented Yankee candles, but resist that urge. The devil doesn't like pleasant scents. Unscented is always best. Now it's time to recite the spell. English language spells work, but I found that Latin seems to be music to the devil's ears. Nom piacio bolari quasti capelli. Ma faccio bolari quasta robi. Unitalama cure. summoned me. I would like you to do my bidding, Lord Satan. And what are you offering to me? This rabbit I slaughtered in your name. A rabbit? Why do you insult? That's a very clean slaughter. What, did you use a knife? No, no, I crushed his head with my shoe. Yeah, but its, its skull looks intact there. Oh, my heel went right through it. I simply decoupaged over the hole. And and you put the fur back over it. Well, of course, I'm not a savage. Presentation is half of it. I mean, the devil's in the details, right? Oh, (laughs) I see what you did there, yeah. Wow, color me impressed. This is the cleanest kill I've seen in a while. You would not believe some of the sacrifices I've witnessed. Entrails all over the place, blood, guts. It's like you're inviting a guest over. Tidy up the joint, right? What is that belt you're wearing? This thing? That cannot be a store-bought. No, 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 no. I made this. Oh my god, you're a crafter? Where else am I going to find a belt with the skulls of my victims hanging from it? That is such an original idea. Uh, Thank you. You are something else. (laughs) So, uh, uh, what can I do for you today? I want you to inflict so much pain on Gerald, my ex-husband, and his new girlfriend, well, wife now, his new wife, Melanie. He left you? How in the world could anyone do that to someone like you? You're so... Never mind. What? What were you going to say? Nothing. You're just so unique and... uh... Beautiful and crafty. You think I you think I'm crafty? Gerald didn't like my crafts. That son of a bitch. Hey, what are you doing after the sacrifice? Oh, I have dinner plans. Oh. With you. <laughs> you are uh, you're something else. Okay, I think it's time for a break. Uh when we come back, making a home cooked meal for a new male friend. What does he like better, pork feet or the souls of the innocent? I think I know, but we'll find out during the break. Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Love y'all fans. You haters can lick them my ball sack. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? I came here for two things. To suck some heart candy and suck some dicks. It's just a fun thing. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for the Friday podcast. Have a great one for you today. Hope you enjoyed that episode of Simple Living. We actually played that a few years ago, but... 
It's Halloween themed, so how many times can I really whip that one out? Plus, I love the fact Leanne Paisley Howell found love after Gerald. He seemed like a real jerk. By the way, you'll be happy to know that Satan and Leanne are still together to this day. Oh, what a storybook romance. I do have a bunch of great audio for you today. We start with DJ Khaled. Apparently, he was gifted a guitar from Bob Marley. Well, Bob Marley's family. I think they've signed some sort of agreement to make Bob Marley branded guitars or something. And uh, they gave one to DJ Khaled. The dude is weird, right? It's not just me. Every time I see him, and we've featured him a couple times on the show, he's ju- he's just a strange man. Take a listen. Get a close-up. Get a close-up. Get a close-up of the case, the guitar. You know what I'm saying? And a special note from the Marley family. Shout out to the Marley. Melissa, can you read this for me? Can you read this to the world, please? So my first question is, can DJ Khaled read? Why did he hand this note? And it's not like a long note. It's it's a few sentences on the back of a picture of Bob Marley. Uh, but he's handing it off, to, uh, you know, for someone else to read. Um, DJ Khaled, we're excited to share this new guitar with you. As someone who has an appreciation for Bob Marley's life and music, we want you to be one of the first to play the Guilty 20 Marley. And sure enough, uh, DJ Khaled picks up the guitar and begins to play, if you want to call it that. Not exactly an advertisement for the guitar here. You know, the way DJ Khaled is sort of like bopping his head as he's playing, he thinks he's really doing something here. It could just be out of tune. I'm talking about DJ Khaled, not the guitar. But you'd think they would tune it up first before giving it a go. There you go. That's DJ Khaled playing one of the first new Bob Marley guitars. Sounded just like Marley. Moving on, uh, we have featured those in real life streamers who basically just walk the streets and try to antagonize members of the public hoping they will lose their cool and provide good content. This streamer that I have for you today goes beyond just verbally assaulting people. He actually maces people in the face. He can't wait around, you know, for people to be insulted by something he said to fly off the handle. He has to physically assault them. Here he is confronting a black man. Well, you want, do you want to fight me? No, not really. I'll fight you if you want. We can have like a Mortal Kombat fight. I don't either. It's hard to to hear what the black guy is saying, but I'm pretty sure he's saying, leave me alone. Turn right at the next intersection if you want to fight. Turn right at the next intersection. Yeah, the black guy's up uh, ahead a few steps of him. And it's weird. I got a, a quick look at the streamer. He appears to be overweight. Ginger has like a big bushy beard and also black nail polish. And the reason why I can see the black nail polish is because uh, he's getting ready to whip out his mace. People in the chat are saying, mace him, mace him and run. <laughs> well, Chubby's running here, trying to catch up with the black guy. Hey, what you doing, man? Hey, what you doing, man? Hey, 
And he is based on... <laughs> the streamer then runs into a grocery store and uh, tries to get the police involved. You know, who will just flat out shoot the black man. This guy here is starting to shoot me with a gun. I know you know me. Okay. He's coming in right now. I just maced him. Okay. He's starting to shoot me. He tried to shoot me. He said he had a pistol on him. He said he had a gun. He said he had a gun. Now, you heard the live stream. At no point did the black man threaten this guy with a gun. He said he had a gun. Call the cops, please. He said he had a gun. Looks Call like she's the cops on him. Kicking out the black guy. I needed my beer. I'm not going out there with that guy. She's th she's kicking both of them out. I'm gonna mace him again. I'll mace you again. Oh my god. <laughs> he starts macing the black guy again who's outside of the store trying to, you know, collect himself. I'm calling the police on you. He has a gun. Oh, they're still in the store. It's kind of like in the front, you know, where like the shopping carts are. You know me. Yeah, but you can't do that in the store. You have to do it outside. Call the police. We are. Come on, bro. What you doing, man? Hey. Hey, what you doing, man? Leave me alone. He tried to attack me. He tried to attack me. Yeah, this is how you get a black person killed right here. I'm an unarmed white person. I feel in danger. I am trying to find out this streamer's name, by the way. It's hard to track him down. I I'm hoping there's a follow up here that this, that this dude was arrested. Unfortunately, a few days later, he was at it again on stream. This time harassing another man. He maced him in the face and then started screaming that, uh, you know, he was trying to touch a girl. What's up? What's your name? Don't even matter. Why? Who's your friend? My friend, his name's Billy. Now, this guy is white, so, you know, we say he'll attack him. anyone. Hi, Billy. Not a racial Billy thing. Hi to you. Oh, there's the mace. Don't touch girls like that. Don't touch girls. Yeah, so I guess this is like his MO, right? He walks up to strangers, maces them, and then accuses them of stuff out loud. So people think that, you know, he was macing them in self-defense. The one flaw in this logic, though, is that he's uh, live streaming the whole thing. You know, there's a record of what actually happened. It's everyone's constant need for uh, adulation and fame. It really throws a monkey wrench in their plans. Touch girls. Fuck that guy. Grab that girl. He grabbed her on the arm. Fuck that guy. There was no girl anywhere, obviously. So uh, I found the dude's name, or at least his his stream name. The, the handle he goes by is Hanzo. There's been a few articles written about him, but it doesn't look like anyone knows his name. Hanzo is a live streamer who netizens have likened to Baked Alaska, a far-right YouTuber. Hanzo's YouTube channel has been deleted since uh, the video went viral where he maced a black guy. It's not the first time he's filmed himself macing someone or falsely accusing them of something. I think you're going to start seeing this more and more, especially when there's no consequences. And eventually there's going to be some smarter live streamers who know not to put their fucking face on cam. Like th this guy, it's only a matter of time before he gets caught. 
the next per- the next live streamer that comes around to attempt this will learn from Hanso's mistakes. See, the progression, I think, started with the Tide Pod thing. You know, people eating Tide Pods. And uh, even though, uh, you know, there were a lot of views and clicks to the videos where people ate the Tide Pods, ultimately, uh, it hurt the person who did it physically, right? It's poison. Then the next big trend was like uh, going to a grocery store, opening a tub of ice cream and like licking it and then putting it back on the store shelves. In many ways, this this was better for the live streamers because they weren't ingesting poison for views. On the flip side, you know, they had to show their face on cam, which means it was easy for them to get caught. Now, live streamers are just injuring other people for the lulls. Viewers love to see people in misery, so they get that dopamine hit. And as a bonus, the live streamer themselves don't get hurt. They're not ingesting poison, right? They're not macing themselves. It's only a matter of time before we we get like a serial killer whose whole thing is he does it on live stream. You had the Zodiac killer. Now we're going to get the Insta Live killer or the Twitch strangler. Mark my words, it's coming. It's the future we deserve. All right, moving on now. Remember a few days ago, we featured that guy who's in a relationship with a waifu anime pillow. He got on cam because he was a little distraught. His waifu gave him an ultimatum, either clean up the apartment or she's leaving. Guy seemed pretty committed to cleaning the apartment because, you know, he loves fucking that pillow. I've got the follow up here. He's not looking too good. Looks very sad. My imaginary girlfriend just dumped me. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> and I found a note saying she left me because I couldn't leave my, keep my apartment clean. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean... <sighs> I tried so hard to keep my apartment clean, and I just can't do it. Because you're a slob. I need help from a professional, but... That's an understatement. I don't know what to do. I never really learned. My mother never really taught me how to clean my clean my home. I just... She never stuck with it because of my learning disabilities. I think that means that she got frustrated with him, like trying to teach him how to clean, and she just gave up. <coughs> But I got up the shower this morning and found a note saying she left me. Now, I don't you got to try to win her back, man. I know what to do. I'll never find someone just like her. Right. I mean, she was the kind of person that she was the kind of woman who would let me choose what we watched. I mean, I didn't watch TV, but she was she would have let me have control over the remote. What kind of relationship is there? Well, she doesn't really have opposable thumbs. She doesn't have fingers. You got to make a grand gesture to try to, you know, get her back. So, my imaginary girlfriend dumped me this morning. Taking it very hard. I'm hoping sometime I'll run into her again. Well, it's a small apartment, so I'm guessing you will. But, she dumped me this morning. If you ever get your fucking life together, you can find me in the closet next to your cum socks. Guessing that's where he threw the pillow to hide her, right? While we're checking in with U-Tards, this this is kind of a U-Tard, right? Even though he's on X-Hamster. Tosser Tim is back! I love this guy. Uh, Tosser Tim, for those of you who may be uh, new to the show, is a guy who masturbates on cam. He does it in a unique way, though. He gets a laptop, 
and uh, situates it so the the monitor, the screen, is flat on, on his desk. And then he hovers over it, looks at a picture of a woman on his screen, and uh, jerks off onto the laptop. Really, the, the picture of the woman. He covers the woman's photo with jizz. I did note that uh, the laptop he appears to be using is a an Acer netbook or a Chromebook or something, you know. Something relatively cheap in case it gets ruined. And it does get ruined. He has a bunch of followers on X Hamster, and these people will send in pictures of their wives for Tosser Tim to jerk off onto. Today, he's got a middle-aged woman. She submitted, or her husband submitted, um, a full body shot. So we see her tits and her hairy cunt. Well, hello, Helen. Finally, at last, I get to see all of you. John's just sent me this picture of you so I can see your face, your tits, and your hairy cunt all in the same picture. <laughs> you are fucking gorgeous, babes. To think how you put that body out, how you fuck everybody in fucking sight, including all those black guys that you go around to. Hey, now. Your fucking window cleaner. Yeah, you live around there, don't you? Taking their fucking dicks up that fucking hairy cunt. Well, John's so fucking jealous, yeah? But he wants me to fucking get my nut out on you. This is like bizarro cameo. You know, on cameo, you can pay for a celebrity to uh, give your friend a little birthday message or shout out. You could hire Val Kilmer for 50 bucks and have him wish your wife happy anniversary. And when you write your little email, you know, your request, you can include personal details. So Val Kilmer will be like, hey, Sally. Well, I mean, if it was Val Kilmer, it'd be more like, hey, Sally. You know, he talks all weird now because he had throat cancer. I think from pussy eating. Is he the one that said that he got cancer from pussy eating? Anyway, you know, the cameo would go like, Hey, your husband Brad wanted me to remind you about the first date you ever went on with him. Remember, you went on that big Ferris wheel and you gave him head? You sucked that dick real good. Anyway, happy anniversary. Tosser Tim is kind of doing cameos, except, you know, <laughs> people send in nude photos of their wives and then Tosser Tim jerks off on them while, like, talking dirty to the wife. Which, of course, is what life's all about, isn't it? I think I would pay more for Tosser Tim to do a jerk-off video for me than I would uh, to hear Val Kilmer talk. Fucking dirty, doing dirty fucking whores like you. Val, I don't even think Val Kilmer's on cameo. He was the first celebrity that popped in my mind, and then I remembered, oh... He's had some problems. Yeah, horse from Leeds. Yeah, putting their fucking slut, milfy, mature bodies out to take guys spunk. People like you, you know, you're fucking putting in cages and traipsing around the city with a sign saying, I'm available to any fucking cock that wants to fucking dump its fucking load in me. I think Tosser Tim's making a lot of this up. Well, I'm one of those, babes. I'm fucking one of those, Helen. Yeah. You are such a fucking uh, dirty cunt that I could live inside your cunt. I could live inside. Imagine a husband giving this video to his wife for their anniversary. Inside your ass as well. But anyway, I'm gonna have to just do with getting his fucking nutload out on you. I'm down in my daughter's house. Oh god, I'm gonna come. Wait, John, John, I'm gonna come on Helen. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh my oh. god. 
to do the countdown. I wish someone would message him and tell him to bring it back. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, he used to try to count down to his orgasm. I think he stopped because it he could never time it right. The orgasm would sneak up on him, and then so he'd be like, all right, here's my countdown. I'm getting ready to come. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, one. Oh, <laughs> right. Didn't quite hold it. Well, it's good to hear uh, from Tosser Tim. He's still doing his thing. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. Still going. Oh, John. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, every drop on your fucking wife. Oh, that's good. Just so fucking right as well. That feels fucking awesome. Oh, look at that, John. Spunk on a cunt, spunk on a belly, spunk on a tits, and spunk on a face. Spunk on a cunt. One of the lesser-known Dr. Seuss books. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news. Right up. If you are not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. You know, I saw an old television commercial that reminded me of what I say, uh, you know, during this portion of the show. Become a true and honorable freak. This was an advertisement for egg rolls, though. It never fails. If you were advertising any sort of Chinese food or Asian-inspired product, you had to use that music. And you know the voiceover is going to be some white woman doing a horrible Asian accent. Like, it's just going to be an offensive commercial. Introducing La Choy's Honorable Egg Rolls. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't think that's an Asian woman singing this song. La Choy's Most Honorable Egg Rolls. When the Choy makes honorable egg rolls. American Egg Rolls, new from La Choy in five sociable sizes for snacks, lunches, buffets, dinners, and a choice of chicken, shrimp, and lobster for hors d'oeuvres. La Choy makes honorable egg rolls. Swing American. Swing American. Definitely a late 1960s commercial. Everyone's swinging, including egg rolls. Hey, baby, I'll swap my chicken egg roll for your shrimp egg roll. Come on, let's try it. You know you want to. All right. Uh, yes. So become a true and honorable freak today. Should I do it in the Asian voice? Become a true and... No, I'm not going to do that. What is the Sideshow? It is DV's member side where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Been at this since 2004. So there are thousands of past shows for you to listen to. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Uh, yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and uh, back on Tuesday, we did another one. Typically, two times a week, we will do Sideshow exclusive episodes. Sign up now so you don't miss a thing. More importantly, you really do help uh, ensure that this show continues on for a long, long time. If you like DV, prove it. The SuperFreakSideshow.com. Sign up right now. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. There are other ways to help the show out. We have a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash view. Uh, you can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Again, patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, Halloween is in just a few days. I know a lot of freaks are really into the holiday. You know, they go to haunted houses and stuff. 
Well, this year in Deer Lodge, over there in Montana, there is quite a haunted house. It's stirring up more than scares. It's stirring up some controversy. For the past 10 years, a group in Deer Lodge has been hosting a haunted house show. This year, however, the decision to host it in a former funeral home is causing controversy. Cutler Brothers Productions has received many negative messages on social media and via voicemails. Oh, I would love to hear some of those. How dare you? This is desecration. I mean, you know, funeral homes aren't holy sites. People don't die there. It, you know, and it's not like a church. It's it's literally a business. They sell caskets. You pay someone to embalm a corpse. They do makeup on the dead person for a fee. It's a salon for dead people is really what it is. You get them all gussied up and ready to be shown. I don't understand this controversy. Uh, Yes, so Cutler Brothers Productions has received many negative messages about this. Quote, this is totally satanic. And what you're doing, God will hold you accountable. The blood of all these people going through the door will be on your hands. That was one message from a drama queen. Patrick Cutler was shocked. Uh, it's getting creepy. And for him to say that, that, that's something. It's getting creepy, so we're looking at a lot of precautions for Friday and this entire weekend. The Cutler brothers have hosted the Creep Show event at different locations for over a decade. They needed a new location this year and got permission from the building owner to use the former Jewel Funeral Home location, on Missouri Avenue. Negative messages on Facebook soon came flooding in by those outraged by the location. It's not even a funeral home anymore. It once was a funeral home. People are just aching to be outraged by anything. All right, it goes so far beyond, you know, human comprehension that it's like, okay, we can't take this serious anymore. I will say this is the first time I've been called satanic, so... That's off my bucket list, said Kelly Cutler. Negative messages on Facebook soon came flooding in by those outraged by the location. Even though it no longer operates as a funeral home, the brothers believe many of the complaints are irrational. No shit. Some residents are against it because the former funeral homeowner died just a year ago. I don't think he's going to mind now. If they want to have this event held someplace else, more power to them. But I think at a funeral home, it shows disrespect for the people that had a service here and the preachers that have been here. That's according to neighbor Doug Plunkett. Some of the other negative comments to the brothers about their event include totally unbelievable and totally unacceptable. This world is spinning the wrong direction. Sad, sad. Over a haunted house in a private building, Patrick Cutler responded. Why hasn't anyone filed an injunction to stop this macabre endeavor? Sounds like this is like the perfect Halloween event. Uh, These are like the grocery store, aisle five conversations that used to happen in the 90s, but now they're all over Facebook or social media for people to see. I get where they're coming from. It used to be a funeral home. It's not anymore. It's just a building. It's wood and mortar and drywall. That's all this place is, said Kelly Cutler. Calm the fuck down, idiots. Uh, The event runs Friday through Sunday, beginning at 7 p.m. at 601 Missouri Avenue in Deer Lodge. If you live in the area, support these fellows. They're doing God's, I'm sorry, they're doing Satan's work. 
Second story we have for you today. If you're able to, please check out the chapter artwork. Oh, look at that plate of chicken. Doesn't it look delicious? Except for the head, the chicken head that's all fried in the beak that's there. That's gross. This is why you always look at your food before you put it in your mouth. I Before every bite, I look at my food. I, you know, I watch some people eat and they, they don't care what they're shoveling in their mouths. You got to pay attention, especially when it's like a carry out food, you know, takeout or fast food. Good God. The employees don't care. They, they just they'll fry anything. I've seen a, a shoe get fried. I haven't seen a shoe get fried, but I bet you someone has tried to deep fry a shoe. French fry machine. All right. A Pennsylvania woman sat down to enjoy a takeout order of chicken wings and was shocked to discover a bird's deep fried head among the battered treats. Brittany Paul Hamas of South Williamsport received about 11,000 shares on her Facebook post on Friday. So I guess it was all worth it. It featured the head sitting on top of the pile of wings following a trip to old school pizza with a friend. In the gory pick, the chicken head with its beak still visible was in a tin pan full of chicken wings, which Brittany captioned. Uh, ordered wings from old school pizza with Hannah Wingrove, oh Hannah, and received a chicken head. I was told to call back on Monday and speak to a manager. <laughs> they need time to get their story straight. After her photo was shared more than 11,000 times, she edited the post to add, PSA, I did not expect this post to blow up the way it did. Yes, I know where the wings come from. However, to me, it's not personally appetizing to see the chicken head in the wings I ordered. Like, were people bitching at her? Like, yeah, sometimes you're going to find a chicken head in there. You mean to tell me you've ordered wings and you haven't found a head in your meal a few times? Like, what? All right. Uh, to me, it's personally not appetizing to see the chicken head in the wings I ordered. At the end of the day, I'm sharing my personal experience, and we're all entitled to our own opinions. How could anyone be upset with this girl? She's, she was shocked to find a fucking fried chicken head. So she posted it because, you know, the restaurant really should have caught that before, before they boxed up her meal. In an interview with PA Homepage, Paul Hammers described what happened after she left the restaurant with her order. I open the container and I take a bite of one and I'm so like eating this one wing and I pick up the second one and it was shaped weird. <laughs> so I'm like, Hannah, what is this? Paul Hammers said that uh, she then was shocked to discover the chicken head was in the middle of her container. I turn it. I see the beak. I throw it. I yelled my fiance's name and I was like, get down here. She also said she was surprised to discover that her post on the incident went viral. I just feel like I should make a post about it because who finds a chicken head? She said, I wasn't trying to slander anyone. It was just funny to me. Paul Hamas added. She did say though, after uh, her initial shock, she was kind of relieved to know that the wings that she was eating actually came from a real chicken. So that's like a positive. She should really include that in her next review of this, you know, wherever she got the wings. Commenters enjoyed sharing the grim discovery with some branding it scary and many others insisting it was comical. Quote, so you mean to tell me whoever put them wings in the carryout container didn't notice a chicken head? Another person said, at least you know the wings are fresh. 
The owner has since given the woman a refund for the order. In response to the incident, Old School Pizza released an apology statement. Quote, Old School Pizza deeply apologizes for the disturbing event on Friday. We're currently looking for the source and have been in contact with our wing provider. We're trying to figure out how this could have happened with the numerous checkpoints involved. We've cooked approximately 361,000 pounds of wings over the course of 12 years. This is the first time an incident like this has happened. Final story we have for you today. Let's take a trip to Germany, Berlin specifically. A German electrician went on trial Thursday, accused of murder in the death of one man and mutilating several others by performing illegal operations, specifically on their genitals. The 66-year-old told a regional court in Munich that he performed the procedures at the men's request. You know, we have read multiple stories about genital mutilation in Germany. For the life of me, though, I can't figure out if this is all the same case or if there, for some reason Germans love to mess around with dicks. I mean, didn't we read one not too long ago where like a guy uh, answered an ad because he wanted to be castrated or his dick cut off and then like the guy fried it up in a pan or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the defendant, whose name was not released for privacy concerns. Well, see, now that's part of the problem. I can't tell if this is like the same story. Uh, he claimed that he initially offered sexual services on sadomasochistic websites in order to earn money to pay off debts. Later, the man allegedly expanded his repertoire by performing operations on his kitchen table in the town of Marketschwaben, telling his victims that he was a trained medical professional. But guess what? He was lying. I would have asked for references. At the very least, I'd be like, could you just, could you whip out your diploma from whatever college you went to? You just need to see something that indicates you're competent behind a knife. The defendant told the court that he castrated ding, or partially amputated ding, the genitals of eight men between July 2018 and March 2020. He denied responsibility for the death of one man. He apparently died several days after the defendant performed a procedure on him. The dead man's body was found in a box by police three weeks later. I'm sorry, if you hide a box with a dead person inside it, you're guilty of something can't be doing that. Prosecutors have charged the defendant with murder for failing to call help in the case of the man who died and with serious and dangerous bodily harm. Real quick, because that was an extremely short story, I've got an additional castration news item. This one from New Zealand. A man who insists that he was carrying out God's work does not regret using a chainsaw to slash and cut up a phallus from a Maori carving. You've seen those like Maori little little wooden statue type things. They apparently have genitalia. The Maori people are, uh, you know, they're Polynesians. And they live somewhere around New Zealand, right? I guess. I don't know. Milton Wainwright, 78, considers himself a devoted Christian and deemed the statue's penises to be obscene and immoral. No one should have penises. Uh, on April 16th, he tried to cut it off with a handsaw. Exhausted by the superior quality of the wood, <laughs> Wainwright, who runs the Woodville Organ Museum, <laughs> not that kind of organ, obviously, returned the next day with a chainsaw and reduced the phallus to sawdust. 
His protest led to a charge of willful damage. And on Thursday, he was ordered to pay $2,000 for the emotional harm it caused a wakapapa from Rangatan. <laughs> I don't know who or what I'm talking about here. Tihananga Munga was part of a set of carvings standing guard over the balance and entrance of the Manawatu Gorge, protecting the domain where the Ruhine and Tarurara ranges meet. Holy shit! There are so many words I'm having trouble with here. See, I w- if I would have known that, I wouldn't have even bothered to read this story. Uh, the figure offered welcome and safe passage to hikers, and uh, its phallus was said to reflect the regeneration of the forest and its descendants. Wainwright said the carving disgusted him and promoted sex for pleasure, which he believes has led to the degeneration of society. Talk about a drama queen. When indecent statues are put in public in the name of culture, we've lost our chart and compass, he said outside of the courtroom. Wainwright has been a caretaker of the reserve for six years and spotted the carvings shortly after its opening ceremony. I thought, I've got to find the person who authorized this. Oh, he wrote a bunch of letters. He got one reply requesting that he not touch the statue. Oh, what did he do? He touched the statue. This guy's been getting a lot of hate online, obviously. Uh, His wife, Rosalie, she respects her husband's courage and bravery, and she has shielded him from much of the online abuse. The couple has had some support, including from a woman who posted on Facebook that she didn't like the penis carving either. Rosalie or whatever and the woman are now best friends and work together in a secondhand shop. Oh, how nice. In court, Judge Lance Rose said it was a deliberate and premeditated attack, which Wainwright knew would offend a large group of people. He had shown cultural and religious ignorance and imposed his moral view on Maori. Quote, your explanation was that you were making an indecent thing decent. You understood the harm that this would cause. All right, so there you go. He was charged with, what was it, $2,000? Not charged. He was fined $2,000. I'm sure the Maori people will just, you know, whittle a new dick for that statue, right? And if I was the Maori people, I would make that dick 10 times bigger than what it was before. Give it fucking veins. A big flared out mushroom head. Make it really offensive looking. Imposing. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Let me rattle those off for you. 206-666-4463. That's our voicemail line. If you're shy, if you don't like your voice, man the fuck up or woman the fuck up. Call me. Don't be a pussy. Listen listen to my voice. High and effeminate. You can't do worse than me. But here I am putting myself out there. You take a few minutes and give me a call. Uh, if you must, you can always email me, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow, yada, yada, yada. Don't forget about the Discord where all the freaks are hanging out, and we do have a subreddit over there at distortedview.reddit.com. All right, let's check in with a few freaks. Hey, Tim and Boo, it's the decoy, Drew. I'm just calling to talk to you about fluid bonding. Uh, but basically, I don't know where, was it the New York Times? But I don't know where those dumbasses got the idea that fluid bonding is a fucking 
relatively new term. I was in polyamory-related IRC channels over a decade ago hearing about, like, which of people's partners they're fluid-bonded with and shit, and it, it wasn't, like, Ugh. some fetishization of intimacy nonsense. It was just a basic safety concern of, like, if you're going to fuck a lot of people, you got to keep track of which ones you're exchanging fluids with. I so, guess so. Uh, this is just a case of idiots in the media getting... Why can't you just say, who have you come inside? Hold of something that's nothing... I, I think the bonded part is what bothers me. New, but is We're it, bonded by fluid. Being used in a new bonded word. by my jizz. By my sticky wet jizz. And some people getting all worked up about it. Yeah, it must just be like a new thing. Well, a new thing on uh, like TikTok or some... You know, kids are using it now, and so the news is picking it up. Like it's uh, really a new thing. Hello, Timmy Boo. Unicorn Hamster checking in. I had to call in because... Uh, you want to talk to me about fluid bonding as well? There was a good Discord find. Somebody had posted an old uh, pre-Trump mead. I don't know if you remember. Yes, we uh, talked about that, as a matter of fact, on yesterday's uh, Sideshow exclusive podcast. It was fat. We tried to dissect it a little bit. Like, I was... I, it is very strange. A pre-Trump meet. This probably was posted, what, six or seven years ago? And uh, it's it's Mead holding and hugging onto a giant uh, plush bunny rabbit stuffed toy, you know. And uh, he's talking about how he's a virgin and how one of uh, the girls that he liked was a lesbian. But he didn't follow that line up. He's like, yeah, one of them was a lesbian, so that didn't work out. And that's it. Didn't say anything about how the lesbian was going to rot in hell, how evil, you know, the LGBTQ community is, how they're commies, Bolsheviks, nothing like that. It was really bizarre. But I did call, I think it was last week, I did call and asked you, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I'm just, uh, I just had some McDonald's, the fucking McRib, tastes like shit, but anywho... When I Not a glowing it, review of the McRib, but okay. Last week, I said, did Mead become more, like, racist and more, I don't know, because of Trump? So that was pre-Trump Mead. Right. See, he's not, a, you know, he's not a, a character. He's not playing a character. It just brought his retardedness out more. Oh, you think Trump, Trump we, we need to blame this all on Trump. There, Come on, we blame everything on Trump. Trump. <laughs> and that's that. I'll give Trump a break here for once. So about the dude that uh, I wanted to give an update on my earbuds. So <coughs> Man, that McRib is really doing a number on you. Ah, a lot of grease in my throat, sorry. Yeah. So these earbuds, I got shit on them because I pooped and I left the voicemail. Oh, yeah, and then someone called in just the other day and, and referenced it, and I was like, what's the story behind Unicorn Hamster's uh, shitty earpods? Oh. oh, fucking fast food. Anyway, and I got shit on my Bluetooth. Uh, I had to, like, replace the inner rubber part. Yeah, but how, how did you get shit in it? But they were 50 bucks, not bad, you know, and they were beats, and... uh I shit on them, and they still work good, and I just have to replace the you sh rubber thing that goes in your earlobe. Well, what? <laughs> I guess, why, you know, when this person called in the other day and made reference to Unicorn Hamster's shitty uh, headphones, my question was, like, how did that happen? And I still don't 
I don't have a clear answer. Unicorn Hamster like, yeah, I shit, I shit on my Beats headphones, and I had to get them replaced. And they're like, why? Why did you do that? You're leaving out the best part. Like, you know, sometimes in those news stories I read, I, I get so angry with the media and, uh, you know, the police who are questioning. They don't answer the right, they don't ask the right questions. Uh, hey, I just learned how to queef, so I'm going to queef. Uh, you don't have a pussy, sir. On the phone for you here. Hold on. Notice I'm not hanging up on him. I want to see where this goes. I don't I don't think that's a noise that's really coming out of someone. That's like uh when you let the air out of a balloon but you hold the hole kind of closed. Uh, okay, whatever. Thank you for that queef, whatever the fuck that was. Let's do one more voicemail. Please redeem this segment. Hey Timmy Boo. So I have a story to tell you, speaking of AIDS. Um, All right. Well, this is already promising. I've been listening since I was, I don't know, about 22. And I'm about the same age as you, like old. Uh, yeah. And um, sometimes I just have to stop listening for a couple of years because... Um, wow. <laughs> wow. What an extended vacation. I do such a number on you. You have to leave the show for years. I've fucked up dreams and such oh good god and um like, i don't know how i'm able to sustain this show as a business because people listen to the show and if you listen to the show too much if you enjoy the show you start getting nightmares and then you gotta you gotta step away from the show for a while i, I don't it's like not a very financially sound business i have here all right uh yes someone messaged me um a couple days ago I think it was a guy. He's been listening straight through. He hasn't really taken a break, I don't think. Uh, but he started listening when he was 16 years old. And he's now like 30 or 31 or something. So it's like he's been listening to DV for half of his life. And it's crazy. Um, my latest one was that we were having breeding pause. And you gave me AIDS. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should take a break from the show. Having dreams about me infecting you with HIV. And I'm like, okay, time for a break. Guess who I'm fluid bonded with? Just thought you would uh, enjoy that yeah. tidbit as a careless fairy. And yes, I'm a woman, so like especially fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm listening again after... Taking a couple weeks off. Oh, a couple weeks. That's and, not too bad. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. Glad to have you back. I'll try not to scare you away. Watch out for my AIDS-infected queer-cum. I'm coming for you. Nom, nom, nom. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. 206 God is in Hogan. I'm available to any fucking cock that wants to fucking dump his fucking load in right me. Distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. 
Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.